Hey everybody, I am the man called Crow, and my fiance Wolf Eyes is sitting across from me at our beautiful $4 Ikea coffee table. Say hi, babe. Hi, babe. Hey, babe. Hey. I, I work beautiful now. Well, uh, oh yeah, the name of the show. I should tell everybody what the name of the show is. The name of the show is It's Crow Time! I, I, quick little thing. I remember when I first started doing my own podcast. Uh, I, w one of the things that somebody said to me, you know, that, that, that the person that's giving me advice about it, because sometimes I'd come on and I'd be like, and I am Crow. And the guy's like, you know, said something about not like the way I said that and all that. He's like, and uh, you sound like a robot and all that. So, uh, yeah, I, I definitely, you know, got that critiqued. Um, with me being me, once it was critiqued, that made me want to do it more. Um, it's like it's like that thing on The Simpsons where Millhouse and Bart are watching TV and they do the disclaimer that they always do on station. And, um, <clears throat> and before some shows, and Millhouse is like, the disclaimer only makes me want to do it more. It's like... But anyway, so once I got told I shouldn't do it, that made it... We want to do it more and made it more fun when I did it. And I am Crow. All right. But anyway, uh, back to my main story. Anybody remember what my main story was? <laughs> I know. I love the way I do. It's like I start telling a story, but then I go into another story, and I forgot what, what, what my main story was. Normally I don't do that, but I think... Actually, you didn't really have a story. You were just introducing the show. Yeah. State the name. Yeah, and I said it's quote time. And then I think I started telling a story, but then I forgot what the story was going to be. So. I don't know. only I thing know. I said, Wago, is you always said this oh, is the, a the, the coffee table. table. Exactly, the coffee this table. This is not a beautiful table the, the, anymore. Well, actually, that's what I was going to talk about, the coffee table. Um. <laughs> this poor thing... Was beautiful. It was okay. The, the the story of the coffee table is ooh, that's sticky. Um, <laughs> um, not sure what that is, but it's sticky. Um, hmm. Anyway, <laughs> not on me on the table. Though I may have a couple of sticky spots on me as well. Um, you know, well we 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 do eat in the living room and and put our plates on the coffee table, so it may be something for dinner tonight, which was pizza while we watched WWE, the WWE pay-per-view evolution, which I got to say something about that real quick. It's the first ever all-female WWE pay-per-view. All-female. No male matches. No male announcers. The, what? I heard a weird noise. Oh, my oh okay. It's not like a bubble pop. It's not like... Um, but it, it, it was an all-female pay-per-view. And, um... But they did have a male announcer. You said they didn't have a male announcer. Well, no, they, they didn't have any male announcers. At had... the table. Is that oh, that? well, yeah, but I mean, like, ring announcers. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, you're right, Michael Cole. Uh, they, they did have a uh, male announcer at the table, Michael Cole, in addition to Renee Young, who recently became the first ever permanent female announcer, uh, ringside announcer on a WWE program. Renee Young, who's married to Dean Ambrose, um, the lunatic, and uh, then Beth Phoenix was also at the table tonight. So it was Michael Cole, Renee Young, and Beth Phoenix. Beth Phoenix, former WWE champion, who has retired from wrestling for the time being, could have come back like something new. Uh, also one of my favorites, Beth. I, I, I love Beth Phoenix. Real cool. Real cool chick. 
Um, but the the ring announcers were all female, including Lillian Garcia, who left a while back. She came back tonight to do the announcing. Uh, they did have male referees, but other than that, it was an all-female pay-per-view. First time ever. And, and it was pretty damn good, actually, I must say. It was pretty uh, damn good. I have been. I think that's the first time I've seen a female referee. They have one Yeah, for, from for the NXT match. Well, no, actually, for a couple of matches. Uh, she's actually an NXT referee. Uh, you, you know, you're now normally, now a lot of times when they... You know, I hadn't thought about that, but a lot of times when they have women, women's matches, they, in the past, they have had women referees. But lately on WWE, they've just been doing male referees when even they've had female matches. But That's for a long time... I don't remember seeing female tonight, but I'm not really into wrestling yeah. at all. Yeah, yeah, I'm kind of the wrestling junkie in the, in the couple. Um... You, you watch that, I think, too. <laughs> you were I'm for force into it. I mean, you know, <laughs> it's like, uh. but, 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 but it was a good pay-per-view, though. For You know, it, it was a good pay-per-view. I mean, I'm sure a lot of people, you know, female. And even I had my doubts because, not because I'm sexist or misogynistic or anything, but because sometimes the women's storylines aren't as good as the male storylines. And though some of the male storylines are totally goofy and nonsensical, but sometimes the women's storylines aren't as good as the male storylines. And sometimes, you know, the, the action is as good because the women aren't as brutal as the men. Um, not always the case, because actually the match between Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair, I mean, that was a brutal match. I mean, Becky buried Charlotte underneath chairs and everything else. So, so th there are women's matches that get really, really aggressive. But for the most part, the women don't get as aggressive as men, therefore it's not as much action. So I did have my doubts about it being as good of a pay-per-view simply because of the lack of storyline and the lack of action. Nothing to do with sexism or misogynistic, male chauvinist attitudes. I, I, I definitely don't subscribe to any of that BS, as, as, as Wolf Eyes will tell you. But it, it was a pretty good pay-per-view, though. It actually was. And the Charlotte Flair Becky Lynch match was amazing. I mean, that thing was... Yeah, they were both a sauce. Yeah, that, that, that was a really damn good match. But uh, I think I like Nia Jax when she won. Yeah, Nia Jax. Yeah, I, I, I do we like, both like Nia, Nia Jax. Jax. Though the, I guess because, uh, uh, you know, she she seems to be somebody that most of us women that are not perfectly designed <laughs> kind of did follow. Yeah, but because Nia is a, a big what was the other one that um, Tamina? Tamina. Tamina Snuka. Was it no one? Uh, sorry, because yeah. it's not the typical. Look, yeah. I'm skinny. I look like a toothpick with <laughs> boobs. Hey, you know, and well, someone looks like a toothpick without boobs. Uh, yeah, that's true too. <laughs> but I mean, it's like you know, you have these you know women that are. Nice looking women, but they're just bigger than the yeah, yeah. You know. Well, well, and and, 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 and Nia Jax, Nia Jax has actually done some uh, modeling for plus size clothing mm -hmm. on, on runways and stuff. So, um, so it's not like Nia doesn't realize that she's a big woman because she does. She plus size. She's also a plus size model at times. I, I think she's around six foot tall. Wow. So, so she's a big chick. I mean, she's like a tall big chick. Um, you know, it is good when you get that kind of thing, and not everybody is like when you get, like when you get a model that's not, you know, a size four, and when you or, or an actress or whatever, because for too long it's like everybody had to have this stereotypical perfect physique, you know, and and, and not so much for men, 
But for women, it, it's like if a woman was even, you know... I, I, I mean, like Marilyn Monroe and some of the actresses back in that time were kind of covering voluptuous, but still yet, if, if you got like... I mean, if you were like the least bit chubby, it's like you were just like, oh, that's it, <laughs> you know. Um, and I think that is a negative on young women, little girls growing up and being, you know, that I've have always struggled with weight, uh, to to always being pushed. Oh, you should look like this. Look that model and that. Look the you know, TV actress here. You should look like that. Not everybody can look like that. Yeah. I don't care if you, you know, I can literally just eat bread and drink water and probably <laughs> never look that way, ever. I was never, I wasn't born that way. My sister was always thinner and she would even rub in my face that, you know, I was overweight. So to have more and more people accepting that in, in the movies and, yeah. and you know, in the sports like wrestling, yeah, yeah, it, it, wrestling. it is it's nice. And, and, and it is, you know, they've kind of, um, you know, put more stuff out there to, how, 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 what's the phrase I'm looking for? They, they have kind of lately evolved to a point to where they're, Trying to get away from the stereotypes, I guess, like is maybe the best way to say it. But yeah, but we both like Nia Jax. I've always thought because Nia Jax, has, her thing was I'm not like most girls. That's her theme song. And there's actually two versions of her T-shirt. One is I'm not like most girls, and one is I'm not like most. You know me. I the like black T-shirts with hot pink lettering. You know me. I always thought it'd be funny just for the hell of it to to get the I'm not like most girls shirt. <laughs> yeah, well, there you know me. I don't care. Um, I, I, I gave up worrying about public opinion a long, long time ago. Um, but, um, yeah, so, so we watched the, you know, we, we watched the WWE pay-per-view tonight, Evolution, first all-female pay-per-view ever, and it, it was a lot better than I thought it would be. And once again, I definitely want to clarify, I didn't have doubts because I'm a male chauvinist a-hole or a misogynistic a-hole or, you know, sexist or anything like that. It's just that sometimes they don't give women... The, the really good storylines, and if they do give them a storyline, it's kind of sometimes your stereotypical caddy, like this whole thing between Brie Bell and I think Natalia Wall back that everybody made fun of because it's, like, it's just that like caddy two chicks on a talk show type thing going back and forth, and so sometimes the women don't use good storylines, and the women don't get as aggressive, and you know, so it lacks the action that some of the men's matches have, but. Not always the case. Some of the storylines are good, and they're doing a little bit better with storylines. Um, and when it comes to the action, some of the best... And that's another cool thing. They've actually been letting women's matches be the main event sometimes on, on Raw and SmackDown. And they, they've sometimes been the best match of the night. Mm -hmm. um, like some of the matches between Charlotte Flair and Sasha Banks. Those things were just killer matches. I mean, those things were awesome. The match of the night between Charlotte and Becky was really good. The Battle Royal, where Nia ended up winning, was pretty good. Um, the match between Nikki Bella and Ronda Rousey, the main event for the Raw Women's title. I'm not really a Bella Twin fan. I'm just not. So it's like, if it had been Ronda and somebody else, I might have been more into it. But I'm just not really that into the Bella Twins. So that one didn't really... Um, but, um, but the thing about wrestling, most of it, most of it's predictable. 
Oh, yeah, I mean, most you, of it you, is. You can look and Mo you can, Most of it is. I can almost pick out who's going to yeah. win what. Uh, a lot of special. I'm trying to think of the other matches really good that I liked. Um, was it Asuka out there? Asuka was in the Battle Royal. Okay, she was in the Yeah, Asuka was in the Battle Royal. Um, but, you know, and Tamina, Tamina Snuka and Nia Jax were both in the Battle Royal, which I ended up winning. But, you know, it, it was a really good pay-per-view. Uh, for those of you that haven't seen it, not going to spoil all the outcome, uh, the outcomes of all the matches. Um, but if you have access to it and you might shy away from watching it because it's an all-female pay-per-view, don't. You won't be disappointed. It's, it's a lot better than you know a lot of people thought. Even I myself originally thought it would be. Um, okay, uh, the IKEA coffee table story, which I started to tell um, briefly. Carbonell Goodwill. A couple of years ago, years ago, whatever, we found this IKEA coffee table. White coffee table, really cool coffee table. has a has a shelf, removable shelf on the bottom of it, on the underneath that you can take in and leave out. We we've always left it in because we put some on the bottom of it. And uh, but we practically live around this coffee table. And I looked it up on IKEA. They still sold it at the time we bought it. It was like a fifty dollar coffee table. We got it for four bucks. And um, but you know we, we play games on it. We we sit on the couch, watch TV, and put our plates on it. Um, so, you know, so it's kind of become like, you know, one of the most used pieces of furniture in the, in the place. What, that's what you use to take pics on Yeah, it. yeah, I take pics so on you it. you can see the little yeah, bits. Yeah, yeah, if anybody wants to see the evolution of our coffee table, like go to the, uh, like go to the show's Facebook page where I take pictures of stuff. <laughs> and watch the evolution of the nicks and scratches on it. There's this one long scratch that just keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger. <laughs> it's almost getting poofy. It's weird. Like it's almost getting poofy. Um, but uh, you know, I, I actually, most of most of most of our furniture came from thrift stores. Actually, mm -hmm. uh, we we you know you know we have this. Um, well, now the purple table didn't. The purple table was bought at a new store. Uh, but most of our stuff came from thrift stores, including the couch that I'm sitting on right now, which actually uh, we got at the Marion Goodwill, paid 40 bucks for it, queen-size sofa bed, 1985 sofa bed. So it's got that wild brown tan flower dealing going on. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, you definitely tell us from the 80s. Uh, but I like it. It gives the place character. And instead of going to a fancy furniture store, I'm like, I want, I, you know, somebody walks up, can I help you? Yes, I want the trendiest thing you have. Oh, and it also must be really expensive, too. So I want the trendiest thing you have and the most expensive, trendiest thing you have. You know, I'm not caught up in all those silly trappings, you know. I mean, you know, hell, give me, give me decent thrift store furniture. Makes the place look, you know, eclectic. You know, kind of like that eclectic kind of, you know, unique look and, you know, you know. I, I'll never be someone that hires an interior decorator. Oh, God, no. I'd walk in and they'd be like, I'm done. I'd be like, what did you do? Did you let vandals in here? This place is horrible. Um, yeah, because I'm picking. Okay. Okay, you want to get on the show? Yes. <laughs> Should we talk about what we were talking about before the show? <laughs> I don't remember what we were talking about. Thank God. <laughs> oh. No. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So the best stuff on the show happens before the show. Okay. Um, okay. Should I tell the funny stories that you suggested I tell before 
before we get into the other stuff or that's, that's up to you i mean um as far as i know you haven't told that one on yeah yeah the, I, there's a story that i told on an old show on, on, on my old show on the other network i haven't told it yet on here um i was on the phone with somebody one day we were at my fiance's mom's house and she was in my fiance was in the house and i was outside walking around in the yard on the phone so i'm talking to somebody on the phone and um it was actually the guy whose show I used to be on before I got on before I got my own show. It was the guy whose show I was on before that, and we were talking one time. I think actually going over what we were going to do on his show, but I was on it that night. So I'm walking around in your mom's yard, and I'm walking between. The, there's an old house at the back of the property, mm-hmm. like way back on the property behind the main house. And um, no, nobody lives in that one anymore, though. It's just used for storage. Um, but I was walking between it and the garage. The house on my left, garage on my right. And I'm talking on the phone, not really paying attention to anything. So I walk into a spider web. Let out a, let out a uh, squeal, scream. <coughs> not a cough. My throat's dry. So I'll probably be drinking a lot of soda during the show, which means I'll be burping a lot during the show. So, uh, yeah, just make your wagers now. How many times will Crow burp on this show? <clears throat> so, so I'm walking between the house and the garage. Like I said, house on my left, garage on my right, talking on the phone, like I do. And um, so I walk into the spider web. So... I look at the spider web, and I'm like, I, I let out this little scream, which can best little. be little. But well, you didn't hear it. You were no, inside. No, but, but it, I know your screams. They can't be little. Well, it, it wasn't like a blood curdling horror movie scream. It was like, ah, you know, that kind of thing. Uh, it, it, it was like a brief second or two scream. Um, and not all that loud because I was out in the yard. I knew what neighbors come running out. <laughs> I knew what neighbors come running out. Um. <clears throat> thinking that a 13-year-old girl had just been hit by a car. So, um, but, because that's basically what I sound like. When I scream out, I, I, I have a deep talking voice, but of course when I scream, I don't go, oh! <laughs> you know? <laughs> I sound like Frankenstein. Fire bad! You know? Um, but, so, so I let out the scream, one or two second long, shrill, 13-year-old girl at a teen idol, concert type scream because I see this huge spider on this web and so I tell the guy that I'm talking to you know that I just walked into this that I just walked into this spider web and there's this big spider on it this, this big spider I mean like a huge like you know in round in diameter spider on this web that I walked into so that's why I screamed, because I, I not only walked into the spider web, but I saw the big spider on it. So he and I get on talking, and I come in the house, and I'm telling you about it. And I'm like, come out here and look in. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, come out here and look at this spider in the spider web and see what kind of spider it is, because I, I walked into it, and I don't know if it bit me or not. So... So, 
I take you out there, you come outside with me, we walk back there and I show you the spider web and I show you the big spider in it that I was afraid had bitten me. And you go, that's a leaf. And I go, what? And you go, yeah, babe, that's, that's a leaf. That, that's not a spider, that's a leaf. So I get closer and I look closer and sure, and sure enough, it was a dried up leaf in the, uh, in, in the web, not a large spider. So yeah, I, I screamed like a 13 year old girl because I walked into a spider web with a dried up leaf on it. That's another Mr. McGoo. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say that. I didn't want to spoil the story by setting it up too soon. To what it was. But yeah, that, that's like another one of my, my Mr. Magoo moments. That, you know, in addition to starting to pick the, uh, you know, starting to, you know, look at the uh, pretty purple flower that turned out to be a uh, 12-inch high wire sticking out of the ground that, ha ground that had a uh, blue wire cap on it. Yeah, okay. Uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's crow time with Mr. Magoo. <laughs> anyway, um, another funny story that I should tell real quick. We're watching Netflix the other night and trying to see if there's anything on good because, there's, you know, we, we have cable, but, and HBO, but there was nothing good. It's like that Bruce Springsteen song, 57 channels and nothing on. Um, only more like 257 channels and nothing on. So we're watching Netflix, and, and we're trying to pick out something to watch, and they're showing these ads for different shows at the top of the screen, top of the screen. So I see this show, and I think the title is really, really freaky. So I, I, look, at, I look at the title of the show, and I go, <laughs> and I'm not making this up. I go, Norseman? What the hell kind of a show is Norseman? I'm like, oh, that's not Norse seamen, that's Norsemen. <laughs> so, so yeah, I, I thought the word Norsemen, uh, N-O-R-S-E-M-E-N, was um, <laughs> Norse seamen. <laughs> and we all know what that is, kids. Um, yeah, so, um, yeah. Yeah, we, uh, yeah. It's like, we all know what that is, don't we? Yeah, so uh, I so so we've established that I thought a wire was a flower. We've established that I thought a dead leaf was a large spider, and that I thought the word Norsemen was the words Norsemen. Yep, yep, that's uh, that's really, yep, that's me. Mm -hmm. Yep, that's me. So, uh, <clears throat> anyway, okay, I gotta get a drink of soda. So, so, everybody begin the countdown to the burp, because, you know, my throat is really dry. Anyway, okay, but yeah, um, so, yeah, that's, uh, my, um, that's my funny stories. All right, moving on, <clears throat> right along. Okay, first of all, today, Monday, Oh yeah, I guess I should set this up. This is the segment without a name, with a name. Swan Swan. Swan on? I don't know. Anyway, it, it's a segment where we talk about days. Um, anyway, today, October 29th, is...
International Cat Day. Kitties. Kitties. It is International Cat Day. Now, now let me make sure it's International Cat Day. Um, no, just Cat Day. Just Cat Day. I thought maybe I just didn't take time to write the whole thing. Yeah, nope, just Cat Day. A day to learn more about cats and their history and how to treat them better and all that kind of stuff, which is a great day to uh, do two things. One, go to explodingkittens.com. Yep, that's right, explodingkittens.com, the, uh, the cool game that I talk about all the time on the show. Um, go to explodingkittens.com and... Learn more about their Kitty Convict project. It's an awesome thing that they do. Um, it, so, so they're about more than just, you know, incredibly fun games and awesome humor. Uh, the, the Kitty Convict project. And it's this really cool thing that they do to help reduce the homeless cat population. I think I'm describing that well. I think it, it's more of helping people keep track. Of yeah, well, well that, that, that too, and homeless cats, because if a cat, you know, you lose your cat, it becomes homeless. So, you know, it, it helps people who keep them from losing an animal and to cut down on homeless cats and all that, because what you do is, is these cool orange collars with a blue bell attached, a little round blue bell attached, and um, you put it on your cat if you if you have an inside cat, a cat that's primarily an inside cat, or you can do it for a small dog too. Whatever what, whatever the collar will fit on, but it, it's it, you know the the project is basically you know the kitty convict project. But you can put the collar on anything it will fit on. Um, you know if you have like a um, a husband or a spouse that you want to keep track of, you can just expand the collar. Um, <laughs> He's not supposed to be over there. Um, but you just put the collar on your animal, and if it gets outside and somebody sees it, that's, that's familiar with the program, they know that that is an inside animal, not supposed to be outside, and then they make sure it gets back where it belongs. It's a really cool thing that they do. And also, go on Facebook and search Funding Forever Thrift Store and Finding Forever Animal Rescue they are a uh, Finding Forever Animal Rescue is a great rescue in Southern Illinois. They they have a, a really cool thrift store in Marion, Illinois. That Wolf Eyes and I shop at all the time. We've got some really awesome stuff there. Some of the coolest stuff we found we at thrift stores we found in that store. And uh, you can go on Facebook. Like I said, it's Funding with a U. Funding Forever Thrift Store and Finding Forever. Animal Rescue. Go on Facebook. Each each one has its own page, and you can learn more about what they do. That they, they do some work with dogs, but it's primarily cats. So definitely go to explainkids.com. Check out the Kitty Convict Project, and go to Facebook and look for Funding Forever Thrift Store and Funding Forever Animal Rescue to uh, to learn more about both things. Uh, yeah, shoot with your hand up. <laughs> I also want to say, if you are interested in a cat, adopt. There are so many in shelters or rescues like the yeah. Finding Forever Animal Rescue. There are so many that are needing homes, but the ones in the animal shelter get put down. There are yeah. probably hundreds and hundreds of them get put down daily. So if you have, have 
room in your house and room in your heart and you're willing to take that leap because it's a commitment yeah then go, go for it adopt cat dog whatever and um also if you can't adopt you can foster you foster. can donate food or donate money exactly a lot like if someone's listening and they're not even in the southern Illinois, Marion, Illinois area they can still donate to Funding Forever and yeah. Finding Forever and all that. Um, you know, and, uh, you know, so it, it's a good day to learn about cats and, you know, do stuff for kitties and all that kind of stuff. Um, I was going to say something, I have no idea what the hell it was. Oh, well, it's gone now. It was there, but now it's gone. And, and how appropriate that on Cat Day, I'm using my Hello Kitty clipboard. Thank you very much. Um, and like I said before, we also have a Hello Kitty Swiss break cover and Hello Kitty waste basket. <laughs> so, yeah, you know, we got Hello Kitty around the house. Um, but uh, anyway, moving on, before I run totally out of time, because uh, we're already having our into the show. Uh, October 30th is Haunted Refrigerator Night. Huh? Okay, now, now I thought this sounded really goofy, but it's actually about just cleaning out your fridge. And either getting rid of or doing something with leftovers. That's kind of like been in your fridge for a while, haunting your fridge. That's what it's about, seriously. What leftovers? We don't yeah, I know, yeah. That. Yeah, but but you know how many people do. I mean, they'll like put stuff in the fridge, and I mean, like months later, you know, it's it's like, you know, almost jumping out of the fridge, and they, <laughs> you know. It's like, oh, I like your new pet. Huh? Oh, that, crap, that's not a pet. That, that's a meatloaf we had last month. Put it back in the fridge. Uh, I hate it when it gets out and runs around the house. Um, but yeah, I, I, I want to see what this is about. So that's what it's about. Leftovers. Um, it's also Candy Corn Day. Candy Corn Day. Now, now here's the thing. If, if candy corn gets hot, does it become candy popcorn? <laughs> I don't know. And, and how do you make candy corn? Do, do, do you, you know, it's like, do you have to plant candy corn and go out and harvest it and, you know, get the... Get the uh, ears of candy corn and then, you know, <laughs> get it off the corn. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah, those jokes sucked. Um, October 31st is Magic Day, which is, you know, like to celebrate magic. Mm -hmm. um, oh, okay, I'm, I'm having trouble reading my own notes. There's also Caramel Apple Day. <gasps> caramel Apple Day. I love caramel apples. Yeah, which, which if we buy caramel apples... We, we could actually celebrate both of those things in one. We could make our own. It's well, see, what I was thinking, if we got caramel apples, you would probably make them disappear quickly. <laughs> uh, okay, November 1st. Um, it is Men Make Dinner Day. I'll have to remember that. When is it? November, uh, November 1st. Okay. Um, okay. It is... Oh, <laughs> Okay, I almost, I almost did a very bad misread. I've got the word cook, but I o almost thought it said C-O-C -C instead of C-O-O. -O. Yeah, that would have been an entirely different kind of holiday. Um, yeah, which would have uh, would possibly been a plot line on that show I saw about earlier. <laughs> Norris Seaman. Um, which was actually Norseman. Um... But anyway, uh, it is Go Cook for Your Pets Day. So, you know, I'm thinking, hey, it's Men Make Dinner Day, and it's Go Cook for Your Pets Day. So women, sit on your butt, make your 
make your man get in the kitchen and cook something for your dogs and cats. There you go. Um, now, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. November 2nd, Deviled Egg Day. Yeah, I got a big, goofy smile on my face because you make delicious deviled eggs. And I plan on celebrating that day, with your help, of course. Okay, now, okay, November 2nd is also Dynamic Harmlessness Day. Never heard of it. I'm sure a lot of other people haven't either. So I will briefly describe it. Um, oh, yeah. Okay, I, I clicked on the wrong day, but look, look at the picture that they have for Men Make Dinner Day. That man looks like a psychotic. And, and he's also got a large knife. I know. He looks like he's about to kill I, 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 I know. Yeah, this is from uh, this is on this website, daysoftheyear.com. And it, it, it's, a, it's a guy who has apparently shaved his head. And he has a large knife, and he's getting ready to cut a tomato, but it looks like it, it, it looks like he's getting ready to reenact the psycho shower scene with that tomato. Mm -hmm. you, you almost expect to be like, "Hey, Bob, what's for dinner? Salad? Um, you know, yeah. If, if, if I saw, if I walked into the kitchen and saw that guy making that face. I would not let him take hold of a knife. No. I would not let him take hold of a knife. No way in hell would I give a knife to some guy with that expression on his face. No. Mm-mm. Would not happen. Okay. Oh, now I've clicked on the right date. Okay. Dynamic Harmlessness Day. It says a whole lot about it, but I won't read the whole thing. Uh, especially since I'm already running late. It... it Dynamic Harmless, that Harmlessness Day is basically um, the idea to, you know, observe the philosophy, I guess you could call it, of doing the least amount of harm and removing as much hurting, killing, and harm as you can while replacing it with helping, assistance, and kindness. So, you know, in other words... You know, don't do bad stuff. Do good stuff. Don't harm anything. You know, don't hurt anything. Have respect for all living things. That kind of thing. Um, you know, which means even those a-holes that like a bug squash just to you know be mean. Okay, moving on. November third, Sandwich Day. Yeah, Sandwich Day. Um, it's also Candy Day. It's also Candy Day. It is also Cliché Day. So, you know, teach their own. <laughs> teach their own. Uh, I can't think of any more clichés. Clichés, I, I, I can't think of any more clichés. Why the hell can't I think of more clichés? I hate clichés, by the way. Anybody that's ever known me knows I hate clichés. Occasionally, I'll use one. You know, clichés are things such as, you know, you can't go home again and... Well, I just said about to each their own and all those, you know, kind of like popular sayings that, you know, those, those are cliches, basically. Um, I've always hated cliches, so, yeah, you know, but it's cliche day. Um, now, November 4th is Zero Tasking Day. That is because we fall back an hour. It's when the clocks, the time changes. Um, so you get like that extra hour. 
So it's like, you know, supposedly. So it's like, since you got that extra hour, do whatever you want with it. You know, read a book, just, you know, do whatever you want with that extra hour. You know, don't do anything that has to be done. Just take it for yourself and do what you want to do. Um, and it is also, use your common sense day. Yeah, which uh, hopefully more people will celebrate that and it will catch on. Yes, using common sense. Hopefully that will catch on. Um, but, okay, those are all the days to talk about for now. Well, with the, the exception of the obvious one. Halloween on the 31st. Duh. Halloween. Halloween. We, we totally got to play that aqua song. Halloween. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. got to play that a lot on that day. Um, I, I, I can't think of, we, we actually don't have any other, we, we actually don't have any like scary music. You know, um, and, and it, it seems stupid to buy Justin Bieber CDs for this one day. <laughs> Poor kid. Tone deaf Canadian guy? I guess he's not a kid anymore. I guess he is. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's like a man now. How old is he? I don't know, 20 something. He's like a man now. <laughs> anyway. You're picking on him. And I'm not picking on Justin Bieber. Just because I hate his music and he's done all this weird, stupid stuff and he, he tries to be all street cred and all that when. I mean, he's like, you know, probably has as much street cred as like, you know, Mr. Rogers. <laughs> yeah. I don't pick up Mr. Rogers either. He was good. But, but yeah, but he had no, yeah, Mr. Rogers was actually like a, a damn good human being. But he had no street cred, as I say. I mean, you know. So, uh, you know, how old, okay. How old is that little, like, <laughs> like. You know, fart lump. Um, okay. I mean, Justin I, Timberlake. Somebody else that I, that I don't really like. <laughs> it's like, I, I guess the thing for parents is if you want your kid to, you know, turn out to be like a talented musician, don't name him Justin. Justin Bieber, I, I don't think that kid can sing. I mean, uh, Justin Timberlake, I don't like his singing either. The thing about it, a lot of people like him, so, I mean... Okay, Justin Bieber is now 24. Wow. Like I said, he's a man now. <laughs> anyway. Uh, let's see how old Justin Timberlake is while we're on the subject of guys, of white guys named Justin who can't really sing well. Um, oh, well, Justin Timberlake, he, he's like an old fart now. He's 37. Yeah, he, he's 37. Um... Yeah, yeah, Justin Timberlake's like, you know, 37, Justin Bieber, 34. And why the hell am I devoting time on my show to white guys named Justin who can't sing? None of that. Um, you know, but, uh, I, call me silly, but I'm old school. I like listening to music by people who can actually sing. I know, I'm a big fan of the Spice Girls. A lot of people argue with me about that. I'd be like, wait a minute. You just said you like listening to music by people that can really sing, yet you admit to being a fan of the Spice Girls. Contradiction. <laughs> the Spice Girls, in all honesty, weren't bad vocalists. They weren't bad singers. I think it's their image that killed them because of the goofy, sporty, scary, blah, blah, blah. You well, know. Some of the CDs you listen to, the, the songs are not bad, but some of those women, 
it's like they, it's like the wanting more than. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you somebody that I, I I don't think there's a lot of real talent out there nowadays. I just don't. Um, there are some, but I don't think there's a lot of it, because so much of it's like, you know, all the girls sound the same, all the guys sound the same, all the groups sound the same, even country music. It's like, you, you can't, I mean, country music radio man back in the 70s, even in the 80s, someone would come on the radio, I mean, you'd be listening to country music radio, which I used to be a big fan of country music, I listen to it all the time, so I know what the hell I'm talking about. As soon as somebody began singing, you knew instantly who that was. Ronnie Millsap, Larry Gatlin. Kenny Rogers, I could go on because I, you know, familiar with it all. They, they, you know, Barbara Mandrell, when it, when it came to female singers, Barbara Mandrell, Dolly Parton, Crystal Gale, you know, somebody came on the radio, male, female, whatever, they started singing and you knew instantly who it was. Nowadays, it's just all so similar, it's like, who the, who the hell even cares, it doesn't even matter. But somebody, and they're weird as hell, and I know you don't really like them because they've done a lot of weird stuff, especially the meat dress. But somebody I think that is out there right now, weird or not, that has a great voice is Lady Gaga. I mean, that, that chick can sing. I mean, she does have a great voice. I mean, taking her I'm persona, not saying that she can sing. I just she, she's got a great voice. Katy Perry's another one with a great does. voice. Katy Perry's another one that's got a great voice. Um, don't really like Katy Perry's songs, though. But she's got a great voice. But, yeah, you know, but but Lady Gaga, who now is in a remake of The Star Is Born, the original Chris Christopherson and Barbara Streisand thing, that now is Lady Gaga, Bradley Cooper playing those roles. But I, I mean, she's done a lot of weird things, you know. But you know, she, she the chick can sing. She doesn't want to have one hell of a voice. And she actually did, did a duet album with Tony Bennett. Tony Bennett's as old school as you can get. I mean, he, he's in his eighties and still performing. He's been around forever. I left my heart in San Francisco. Biggest Tony Bennett hit biggest thing he's known for. I left my heart in San Francisco, blah, blah, and all that. But anyway, okay, moving on. Babe, people love this show. By popular demand. Popular demand. Are you ready to start getting thrifty with it? Nope, nope, nope. Oh, I'm supposed to go the opposite way. Yeah. Okay. Yep, yep, yep. Hashtag yep movement. Still should make that catch on. Yeah. Start doing merch, t-shirts, underwear. Yeah, underwear with yup movement on, on, you know. Okay. I'd wear underwear that ha said hashtag yup movement. Wouldn't you wear underwear that said hashtag yup movement? No. No, yup. <laughs> you know, like bras. We'll, we'll go to a local Victoria's Secret shop and see if we can talk them into, uh, you know, Selling a line of, you know, like, yup, movement, lingerie. I think it'll catch on. I really think it'll catch on. Maybe not as well as the blowny necklace idea I had on the on the last show. But, yup, movement, underwear. I think it'll really catch on. Yup, movement, underwear, you know, like, women, you know, like, the Victoria's Secret runway show they do each year, you know, bras with yup on each cup. Oh, my God, yup on each cup. That's awesome. Now, what I think they should put on it is touch and die. <laughs> that way, men will know if they touch it, they're going to die. <laughs> Period. <laughs> and it won't be going, well, I thought she was t saying yes to me. When it says touch and die on it, no. 
Okay, yeah, probably women wearing underwear with yup on it is a bad idea. Come think of it. Yes, sir. Yes, it is. But well, which is a shame because I, I came up with a cool segment. I, I mean, a cool slogan for like bras with yup on them. As I'm looking for bra, okay, and what is your yup size? Get it? Cup size? Yup size? But yeah, yeah, underwear with uh, uh, underwear from women that say yup on it's probably a bad idea. Yeah, that's probably a bad idea. Oh, well, I'll still wear underwear that says yup on it. Like for the men, then. There you go. Men's underwear with yup on it. Men boxers. Okay, now we've got a, now we've got a picture of my head of men wearing underwear that says yup on it, and I'm grossing myself out. Okay, moving right along. Um, what the hell happened to this show? I had such high hopes for it. You know, I had such high hopes for it when I, when I pushed the record button before we started. And then I ended up talking, you know, about... North Seaman and <laughs> Yup Underwear and Your mind's way gone to <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, yeah, my mind, uh yep. Anyway. Yep. <laughs> my mind's my mind's more more fried than KFC. <laughs> yeah, and, and see here's the bad thing, like I've always put it out. And we've got like fifteen minutes left for the show and I haven't got to the getting through to stuff. Here, here's the bad thing about being straight edge. Which, you know, as I, for those of you not familiar with the term, straight edge means you don't smoke, no drugs, no alcohol, not even vaping, I'm assuming, you know, for those, the, though, though there was that one guy that we ran into that time that had like the straight edge tattoos, and then we saw him outside smoking. It's like, dude, if you're really straight edge, straight edge people don't even smoke. Yeah. But, um, anyway, straight edge, you don't smoke, drink, do all that stuff. But, um, anyway, so, so that's the bad thing about being straight edge, though. Like, all the stupid stuff I do, all the stupid stuff I say, I have no excuse for it. <laughs> At least a lot of people, they do something stupid or say something stupid, they can blame it on being drunk or stoned. Not me. Nope, I'm stone cold sober. Stone cold sober all the time. So I do something stupid, say something stupid, I just gotta own it and move on. <laughs> okay, we are getting 50 with it! Um... <laughs> okay, now, now we didn't do our Carbondale Marion road trip this week. Didn't do it this week. Probably won't do it this coming week either. Um, but, you know, so that, that's where we normally do the best scoring when it comes to thrifting. Um, but we did find a few cool things close to home. Not many, but a few clo close things. Close. <laughs> I think I'll pick it up and exit it. Um... Well, like we were talking before the show about how I should pretend to be Scottish so I can wear a kilt. <laughs> you know, you know, just like go out, you know, skirts. To be like, why are you wearing a skirt? It's not a skirt, it's a kilt, fella. I'm Scottish. It's just, it's a kilt. Like, really, I don't think I've ever seen any above-the-knee sequin kilts before. Are you sure? Because I ordered this from Kilts R Us. <laughs> um, but anyway. But we, we, did, we, did, we did find a few things close to home. Uh, one thing that we found was a game called Flip City. Never heard of it before. Not sure if we'll like it, but it was only 99 cents, so we got it. Um, it, it it's a one of those like deck building games where you try to like build... A city, you know, apartments and all that kind of thing, and 
know, score the most points and all that. I, I watched a video actually done by the company that made the game, and me being me, I can't remember a damn thing the guy said about it. Uh, I'm going to sneeze. I think I'm going to sneeze. I don't know why I think I'm going to sneeze. Uh. There, I sneezed for you. Keep going. Oh, thank you. That's nice of you. Um, well, bless me then. If, if you sneeze for me, I guess I should bless myself. So. Yeah. Okay, bless me. Uh, another cool game we found was one called Riddle Cube. Now, we found them at the same time, actually. Um, in a uh, local store. And Riddle Cube looks like it might be interesting. It, it's like these plastic straw-looking type thingies attached by elastic cords. And, they, and initially, it's like a square cube, but then you have to make different shapes with it based on the cards and ones there's like light blue which is easy darker blue which is more difficult and one side has a picture you got to go by and one has a, a, a word description that you have to figure out how to make on your own um saw a really cool video on that game put out by uh i guess it's a guy and his daughters called rainy day dreamers they call this their the show they do on youtube rainy day dreamers um we watched two or three videos, two or four videos, whatever, on Riddle Cube and how to play it. Um, <laughs> including that one that's like, that I really ripped on. Um, but but th theirs was the best. Th theirs was definitely the best. The, the guy and his, it's usually the guy and his one daughter named Roxana. I, I guess it's his daughter. I'm not really sure. They didn't clarify. They didn't say. But I guess it's a guy named Paris and his daughters, Roxana and Hamina. But it's primarily him and, and Roxana. And um, he's like, I'd say, middle-aged guy. And she was like, in high school. She's like high school age. And um, they actually had the best video of it. They were actually playing the game. Yeah, and playing Yeah, they were playing it. And, and it was really funny. And, you know, they, they both have a good sense of humor and everything else. Uh, there's this one video we watched of this couple playing it. And they got the game for free in exchange for their honest review of the game. And the guy's like, don't open anything. <laughs> well, they didn't actually play it. They, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, yeah, they, 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 they didn't even play it. They, they, they talked about. It. They had one of the cubes they were demonstrating shapes with, but he wouldn't let her. He wouldn't let her open the deck, the pack of the cards, because he didn't want to getting all over the place. And and they didn't really play the game, and didn't really give what they uh, their opinion of it. But, um, you know, but, but the one with the Rainy Day Dreamers game, um, if anybody's interested in this game, Riddle Cube, go online, type in Riddle Cube, Rainy Day Dreamers, and it'll probably bring up the video I'm talking about. And this is really cool. They show how to play the game really well. If you want to get an idea of what the game is like, about how to play it, and theirs is definitely the best. Um, and uh, I, I gave up on trying to tell how to play games. I, I'm just no good at it. I, I suck at it. By the time I'm through describing a game, no one will want to buy it. No one will know how to play it if they have it already. Um, so I just gave up. If, I, if I'm if i like, you know, I'll talk about a game and I'll be like, if you want to see what it looks like, go to my page. I'll try to post pics of it and if you want to learn how to play it, I don't even try. I don't even try. Um, I'm not even sure I can get through tic-tac-toe checkers at this point. <laughs> okay, take a piece of paper Make a tic-tac-toe symbol. People are like, what? Okay, hashtag symbol. Just make it big. <laughs> Same thing. And it's also the pound sign on your phone. So so basically, the tic-tac-toe game thing and the hashtag symbol, the pound symbol on your phone are all the same thing, basically. Um, and the number symbol, for that matter. Like, number whatever. 
But, uh, yeah, I just gave up on trying to describe games. Uh, you know, put X here, you know, I'd suck at it. Another cool game we found, also at the same store, but a different day, was a game called The Pursuit of Happiness. That's a very unique game, too. That, that's also very unique. We actually looked that one up on Dice Tower. Um, we, we found a pretty good video of how to play that one on Dice Tower. So, uh, for Riddle Cube, go to Rainy Day Dreamers for The Pursuit of Happiness. Dice Tower, that was a good one. Flip City, um, there's actually a video from Gen Con, which, my God, i got to go to Gen Con now that I know what it is. Largest game board game convention in North America. Wow. I'm just going to go there and move in. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna go there, and move in. I'm gonna hide out in the attic of the place before it starts. You next moving year. out? <laughs> yeah, but I'm taking you with me. Uh, okay. <laughs> um, another cool thing we found was a 1972 Mastermind. Now, I own about half a dozen Masterminds by Pressman, but this is actually a 1972 Mastermind put out by a company called Invicta. Really cool. Really unique. Um, Almost out of time, but briefly, we also got some cool games that we ordered from eBay. I mean, Amazon. Amazon.com. Um, one is Trap Zany Zombies. One is Trap Nimble Ninjas. And you can actually play those games together. You can actually play them individually or join them together and, you know, play both at the same time somehow. There's like a lock and something card that you can... Use the name of you to combine the two games. We also got this really cool dice game that I can't wait to play called Dragon Slayer. That one looks really cool. Dragon Slayer. That one looks fun. Um, you you got to build dragons with the dice, basically, before you get attacked, so to speak, and the dragon wins. Um, and we ordered from eBay a very cool game called Batman Flux. Batman Flux, F-L-U-X-X. It's amazing how many versions of Flux there are. First time we ever played that game was at Lennon Aaron's, because Aaron owns a copy of Flux. I think he he owns the original one. I think that's what we played that night. And he also owns Zombie Flux. So, um, so we're kind of familiar with the Flux games. And then we also, just have literally a few minutes left, we also played some games that we've owned for a while the other night and never played. We played a very cool card game put out by Bicycle. The company makes all the playing cards. It's called Formation, the number four, dash, M-A-T-I-O-N, and it's called the Underhanded Rummy Game. It plays like rummy, but with some special cards to give it a unique twist. We played that. That was actually very fun, right? Yes. Okay, very fun game. Um, on a scale of one to ten, how many ups? Five yups? Five yups. Five yups for Formation. Okay, moving on before the show's over with. We also played another game we had for a while. It's also a card game. It was put out by Parker Brothers, and it's a combination of Crazy Eight's Own Made, Go Fish, and War. It's called Crazy Old Fish War. That one is very unique. Very unique. It combines elements of all four of those games into one. Um, and it, it's a pretty cool game, wouldn't you say? Pretty yeah, cool? Yeah, pretty cool. One to five yups. How many yups? Mm -hmm. Four? Four, yeah. Yeah, about four. Round four. But, but formation is actually pretty cool. That was actually pretty cool. Um, all right. Uh, I, I guess that's it. I guess that's it. I guess that's all we have to talk about this week because we didn't do a lot of sifting. Dang it. I'm having withdrawals. I think I'm breaking out in hives. Mm -hmm. 
Um, either I'm breaking out in hives, or that's uh, sauce of the pizza that we had earlier. Okay. <laughs> There's pots of sauce everywhere. Oh, we also ate salsa. Well, picante. We have to go online and find out. Just type in, what is the difference between salsa and picante? Besides the name. Um, all right, that's it. Uh, you know. Forkus, we are done. Use that phrase once. Let's well, see the old phrase, the old cliche goes, stick a fork in it, it's done, or stick a fork in it, we're done. So I came up, you know, just me being me, put my own spin on it. And, you know, when I worked in radio about 20 years ago, when I, on the air, said, Forkus, we're done. So, anyway. Okay, only a few minutes left now. Uh, as always, before I go, got to thank you for helping me, babe. You did great, as always. Good job. And uh, love you, baby. I love you, my. Hmm, let me see. What do I call you today? Oh, my fairy dusty lichen guy. Fairy dusty lichen. Lichen, like werewolves. Mm -hmm. I almost thought you said very dusty. <laughs> Am I really dusty? I showered today. Um, fairy. Are <laughs> you saying my deodorant failed? Um, fairy dusted, no, fair, fairy dusty lichen guy. Wow. A werewolf reference for Halloween. Mm -hmm. And a fairy reference, because I'm so cute, like Tinkerbell. I know, I know you like fairies. <laughs> I know, I'm, I'm like a cross between Tinkerbell and a werewolf. I know, you just love those little butterfly rings. I know, I, I, I'm like a cross between Tinkerbell and a werewolf. Tinkerbell and a werewolf. Easy for me to say. Um, I'm like a cross between Tinkerbell. God, where the hell can I say bell? I'm like a cross between Tinkle, <laughs> tinkle Bear? Now I almost said Tinkle Bear. What the hell is a Tinkle Bear? A bear ping? <laughs> uh, I'm a cross between Tinkerbell and a werewolf. Oh boy. Funny said it right. Okay, I'm not going to even attempt to say it again because I only have a couple minutes now. <laughs> Funny thing, there's a couple hours before I try to say it again. <laughs> Type in Tinkle Bear. See what the hell comes up online. You made that one, no. Yeah, yeah, I don't want to know. Uh, <laughs> okay, yeah, I don't want to. All right, everybody. That is the show. Enough about Tinkerbell, Tinkle Bears, and TV shows with an ordinary name that I turned into a very weird name. Uh, that is it. We're out of time. I uh, hope everybody has a great Halloween this week. Uh, Wolfies and I have not exactly decided what we're going to dress as. Have some ideas. But uh, not really sure yet. All right, everybody, that's it. Happy Halloween on Wednesday. Thanks for listening to the show. Hope you dug it. Hope you listen to the next one as well. Tell all your friends about it. Uh, seriously, tell your friends. I can't afford advertising. I need to get a word out about it. Um, <laughs> tell your friends. Tell your family. It's Grow Time on Anchor and and also other platforms. Come Spotify. Okay, that's it. Out of time. Thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, both of us appreciate it. I'm Crow, she's Wolf Eyes. The show is called It's Crow Time. As Tigger says, ta-ta for now.